Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work giveaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV experience. Travel like you'd never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Welcome into the show, Large Country. Hey, thank you, sir. Good to see you. How's your week been? Wonderful. Wonderful, Swell. wonderful. Good to hear. This weather is making me excited. In my hey, I wish, I wish you could see me in the mornings right now, because this week has just been exceptional. The window's open? Uh, you know, this sucks. I can't let my plants die, so no. <laughs> because of the temperature. You know, honestly, yeah. I thought about you this morning when I woke up. I, I walked outside, <laughs> and I was just like, let's go. Because I opened all my windows in my house last night. Even though the low is like 49, mm-hmm. I thought, probably won't get that cold. Yeah. I woke up this morning, like, shivering cold. Oh, I would have loved that. I woke up, man, waking up. I'm waking up earlier now than I have in a very long time. What time are you waking up? And my body's not adjusting. Six o'clock every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm out you're on the, my schedule now. <laughs> I am out the door driving 40 minutes by 7.15. And I am just like, oh. it take, It's taking you an hour and 15 to get ready? No, I, it takes me that long to get my ass up out of bed. <laughs> so first alarm goes off at yeah. 6. Well, the thing is, it's like I'm scared to press snooze right now. And plus, it's like, okay, I want to make sure my head's shaved. I want to make sure it's looking good. I get a shower. I want to make sure my clothes aren't wrinkled. Because yep. I don't want to put something on and then not realize it until I get to work. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, to people that are wondering, like, this dude's not opening his window because of plants. Well, no, I have these big, nice plants that I've realized or now understand because I've gone through three of them that it is like a – a rainforest type of plant, so and they can't be cold. I believe it's a monstera. And then I have a fig tree, which is like over seven and a half feet tall. So done well growing that. My monstera I've had to repot because it's gotten so big. And now I got baby ones growing. And I realized last fall when I got my first one that I'd have my windows open at night. And I was sitting here bragging about it. I was killing my plant. And I didn't realize it because it would be too damn cold. This is a damn banana tree. I wish it was. That'd be freaking awesome. Dude, you know how cool it would be to have a banana tree growing in your living room? I actually used to I used to have a friend, and they had banana trees. But they can't survive when it gets cold, yeah. like below 60. I don't know. And That's this plant, it's, like, it's doing so well right now through the summer and since I've repotted it that like I can turn it. Like you're, I rotate it every three days, but like my leaves are so healthy on it that the, the leaves will rotate with the sun during the day. It was awesome. I noticed it a couple of weeks ago when I was kind of at home. Like, I'd come in in the morning where the sun was, you know, rising in the east, and the leaves would be pointing that way, and, and by the sunset, they'd be pointing towards west, rising east, set in the west. Do you not have any eastern windows? I have southern-facing windows. I know. Mm-hmm. There are south-facing windows, and it's right next to the window. It's, like, kind of underneath the window seal because my window seals are so high, and so my plants kind of get that indirect sunlight, but they... They kind of twist or rotate with it. It's pretty neat. And that's Talking Plants with Mellow and Big Country. (laughs) Gets five (laughs) minutes into the show. (laughs) The legal kind. Yes. The the boring kind. Yeah. So apparently It's a cool looking plant. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm proud of it. I've never grown any plant in my entire life. Yeah. These are, is my second time trying. And I've done well with it. So I'm proud of myself. For like Arbor Day, what is it? Earth Day or whatever. They used to send us home with like a, I don't even know if you could call it a tree. It was a root. Oh, no. And they're like, hey, plant this when you get home. The one time that I actually did plant it, uh, one of my older brothers ran it over with a lawnmower. And he was like, that was a tree? I'm like, yeah, it was a tree. Like, I planted that thing. It was going to grow. He's like, not anymore. It's not. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just mowed over it. Thanks, bro. <laughs> but that's how small the tree. It was like a two-foot-tall yeah. tree. It could barely stand on its own. He mowed right over it. So that was my <laughs> lesson. I don't grow things. Not in this household. No, but we do have some football to talk about and some baseball as well. And then uh, we will get random on this episode. I thought this news earlier in the week was huge, and I'm very excited about it. No more Pro Bowl. It will be replaced by a multi-day skills contest. It's about damn time. Yeah, way to go, NFL. That's a W. That's a W you desperately needed right now. And I'm happy for you. Way to go. Because I think... It's going to bounce around to different cities, right? It's not just going to be 
really what I wish they would do is they just put it back in Hawaii and it would stay there. And you could just have the Pro Bowl because I thought that was just perfect. That used to be the draw of like, oh, hey, you get a free trip to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And now these players are like, we don't care. We go to Hawaii yeah. whenever we want. We're making <laughs> millions of dollars. I'll go there tomorrow and come back tomorrow night. And then I thought it was always cool to be in Hawaii too. Like I was never upset that I will never get the chance to go to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I will watch it on TV. Yeah. I'm also not upset that the Super Bowl moves around. Like, I will probably just never go. Yeah, it's like $4,000 per ticket. If you want to go as a civilian, you're going to sit way up high. It's a corporate event. That's how it works out. Yeah. And that's why it's boring for the live audience. I didn't see anything about it being moved around, but I assume that it probably will. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would even follow the Super Bowl. But you'd want to do this. In, you'd want to do it in warm cities. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be – because it's the week before still. I thought that's what I meant. I said the week after, but yeah. yes, I meant the week before. Excuse me. Yeah, so maybe that's like your. Kick I kind of wish Super they Bowl would week. do it the week after. That way, I like, do too. Players that were in the Super Bowl could actually play in it, or yeah. maybe they don't. Maybe they're all just footballed out, especially if they lose. Like, yeah, you know, I'm taking the season yeah. off. I'm yeah. gonna go have the surgery I need. Or, and I thought I saw something too that players are going to be required to play unless there's an injury, or participate, not play, participate in the contest unless it's for an injury reason. The problem with that is that it sounds really cool, and it's like, oh, everybody's going to do it. These are football players. They Mm -hmm. can come up with a very valid excuse of, hey, my shoulder hurts. I'm not going. I'm not. It's like, oh, yeah, go to the doctor and have him look at it. Any doctor would be like, yeah, shoulder's pretty fucked up. He's not playing. (laughs) And, I mean, that's offensive linemen, running backs, quarterbacks. I think anybody could go and be like, hey, by the way, need to get my knee scoped. Mm -hmm. And a doctor would – would definitely be on board with him. Yeah, yes, he does need a scope, so he's not going. So hopefully it is an exciting event. I know that there are a couple things. They already do like the dodgeball tournament. Just to be real honest, I don't care at all about the dodgeball tournament. Yeah, I just, after a while, it's just it's just dodgeball. And then you can tell some of the other players don't care, and then the players that are trying hard are doing well, and then that's just what a lot of these events are. Like, I wish they well, would yeah, just be. Well, yeah, that's the biggest problem with all of it. Mm-hmm. They Even the Pro Bowl. They just event that the players will actually put effort in mm-hmm. because that makes it more enjoyable to watch. Not yep. like, ah, I'm just going to, you know, whatever. And that's matter. when the Pro Bowl went to shit is you would have a bunch of guys out there that were trying to play hard, wanted to put on a show, were competitive. But then you'd have guys that just absolutely didn't care at all. And having that gap of players that are trying hard and that aren't trying at all was a terrible product. And then was it last year where they did the two hand touch game? Mm -hmm. That was just atrocious. Like Mac Jones breaks off for, you know, 60 yard touch. That's never going to happen. You've got guys barely wrapping up and they'll be like, Oh, well he's down now. And then Mac Jones breaking off like a huge run. Nothing against Mac Jones. It was just, it was a terrible, terrible product. I do hope that they bring back a couple things and I, I hope they do with, some of these combine drills. Mm-hmm. I would love to see some of these guys do combine drills and maybe not all of them, but you know, sign up for one and more than just the 40 and the bench press and things like that. Like I want to see you run the gauntlet and do things like that. Cause I, I think that it would be really cool to see, you know, like a Stefan Diggs, how he's improved since his time at the combine to just really show that gap of this is how good guys work coming into the league. This is how good they are now that they're five, six years in and what they can do. So I, I do hope that they do more stuff like that. And another one that I've always loved is um, like the obstacle course stuff. I do yeah. like that. I'm kind of a nerd for the obstacle course. I love the quarterback contest that we had mm-hmm. when we were younger that had like Brett Favre and Peyton Manning and those guys in it. Where you're, I, don't, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're supposed to say his name right now. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> problematic yeah uh that had Peyton Manning and some other notable quarterbacks Mm -hmm. back in the day because like just you know the the long ball toss I think that'd be cool to see and you have to have it several times to have it like that would be cool the my favorite one was the uh the accuracy drills with the golf carts as they would drive by and And like the blue chalk on the football yes I thought in like just hearing it just smack the board Mm -hmm. and you're like Good God, that ball was And seeing across. guys like, uh, you know, even recently Drew Brees just mm-hmm. put on a clinic of how accurate he uh, was. What was that TV show that ESPN had? Yeah, Sports that Sports Science? <laughs> They've that... had a few in their day. No, I know. Yeah, sorry. Sports Science was the one where they would break it down and be like, this guy yes, hits but like the same Drew as a Brees truck. <laughs> did an accuracy test with it, and he hit the bullseye 
10 times in a row from 20 yards away. Mm -hmm. I mean, right on the dot. And it was just, even as a kid, I was like, that is probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like even to this day. And like, I would go in my yard and like hit a mailbox with a rock. Couldn't do it at a 10 throw. Yeah. Or like, you know, the trash can thing that a lot Mm -hmm. of quarterbacks do at like camp. It's like, Hey, here's a trash can. It's 40 yards away. Let's see, you know, three throws to hit it. Yep. Or, you know, something like that. Not to steal it from, other sports but like the nba does a really good job with their all-star weekend and like you could make it almost like a three-point contest yeah it's like here's one trash can but you're going to move around to different targets and you're going to try to well that was a, another game i had on here like kickers play pig right like mm-hmm. hit the upright or hit the crossbar from here have quarterbacks do the same thing and mm-hmm. just have targets different way or you know you get mahomes or someone else in the mix mahomes and rogers throw it this way you know what i mean throw it behind your back throw it left-handed throw it on the run throw it sidearm Mm-hmm. that'd be cool just let them get competitive with it and make the most out of it i just think that'd be so much fun yeah and then i know the they tried to do this last year they really didn't do a very good job of putting the events in front of us and letting us know what they were going to do it was just like hey here's some events we're going to keep it hush hush it's on like friday night but they did like the best catch thing like you had to it was kind of like the dunk contest of we're going to catch the ball this way see if you can duplicate it, judge it, or whatever. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. But, again, the the obstacle course is my favorite one. Even looking back to see guys that are, like, your bigger guys, your defensive ends, your linebackers, and be like, whoa, that's an athlete, actually. Mm-hmm. That that was really cool for me. And you know, the bench press and the 40. But guys have to be – got to be willing to run. You've I'm still be, very pissed yes. off at the 40-yard dash – that Tyreek Hill pulled up Layman. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to run, do it. Don't come out here and jog. Like, don't come out here and just be like, I would have won if I really tried. Like, no, like, no. this mm-hmm. is it. Prove it. Sorry. Do it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, I would have won the Super Bowl if. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. <laughs> you run the race. That's how you win the race. There's no ifs. Even if you get hurt, it's like, okay, get them next year. You didn't win this time. Yeah. But to even see, you know, like a Micah Parsons. That's honestly probably the guy that I'm most excited about. And I don't think the Cowboys are ever going to be in a Super Bowl not anytime soon. So it's like he's participating every year. And I believe they're calling them the Pro Bowl games, which is kind of dumb, but I kind of like it. <laughs> it's dumb enough that it makes sense. You're like, actually, I don't know what else you'd call it. I can get behind that. I'll just have this to This is really random. It. You had a dad joke the other day that actually made me laugh out loud, and I can't remember what it was. I did? Yeah, I was going to mention it on the show. It's like, that was so dumb, but it was funny. I was thinking of one the other or yesterday, uh, like all these dads are doing like, you know, or moms are doing these national son, national daughter days, like on social media. I really wanted to do one. It was like, hey, look at the message that my dad put on social media about, you know, like happy national son's day. And then I was trying to find a picture where it's like, where you search something online and you can't find it. And it's like search not found. I was trying to find a clip of that, but I couldn't because I thought that'd be funny. Man, I was gonna, I was gonna give you credit for that one. I just don't remember what it is, and I forgot oh. to write it down. Maybe we'll come up with it later. Did I'm I do so it in sorry. person over the phone? Or no, on the show. In person over the phone. <laughs> well, like, I don't know why I said over the phone. We don't talk on the phone. Was it like a text message or yeah. something? I, I was scrolling, looking. I don't know. Uh, I couldn't find it. Um, I did have in here on the rundown. Uh, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers were really close to playing this game in Minnesota today, yeah. or sorry, on Sunday. Uh, but it does look like they're still going to be able to play the game in Tampa, which also just sounds pretty crazy. I don't know how. Like, how you look at everything that's going on in Florida right now. It's like, well, why don't you just put it in Minnesota to begin with? I mean, as like, a Chiefs just, fan, yeah, like, hey, move it away from Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, if it's safe for the players and it's safe for fans to get there, then go for it. But I just, I don't know. I think you look at this, the shape Florida's in right now, Fort Myers. It's Fort Myers, right? They got hit real hard with it. Honestly, I haven't watched, like, anything. Well, I saw some pictures of the beach today in the city, and, I mean, it's just completely flooded, and the, the beach looks like it's just destroyed. The boardwalk and all the shops that are along it have just gone, it seems like. And I don't know if it was a recent video or if it was something that was from a while ago, but I saw a video last night of, like, there's a walrus just on the street in someone's backyard or along the sidewalk. Have you seen that? Is it real? Yeah, no, it's a fucking full-blown walrus, and this thing is massive. I knew they were big. Just like you see him in the water, like, all right, like, yeah, it's a sea cow, whatever. This thing on land, it was ridiculously large. 
You didn't like get it duped, creeped though, right? me out, huh? You didn't get duped. Sometimes you'll no. I I mean, this one looked real. I also saw another one. Where I was like, look, there's a shark on Main Street in Florida, whatnot. It got mm-hmm. apparently that video is from like ten years ago. So some people are in an uproar that I feel like every time there's a flood or a, a hurricane or anything, yeah. like, oh look, the sharks are in the, town. the alligators. In look, the there's one driving a car. Like, oh my god, what are we gonna do now? It's like no, these people are just really good at Photoshop. Yeah. No. Or it, it looked like it was a water's just like moving down. It's like it was in this I guy's hope to yard. God it's true. And it just was like that guy says something and the walrus just like starts scooting his ass down the sidewalk. Also, really feel bad for the walrus. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Maybe it is true. Um, other things that are beat up as well uh, the Chargers and the Bills. This is looking really rough for them. The Chargers had one hell of a week. Um, obviously, Justin Herbert dealing with a lot of injuries uh, with that rib and then. You know, Rashawn Slater, he gets hurt. Looks like he's going to hit the IR for a little bit, which I'm still not used to. I see the tweet come through, and I'm like, Bosa and Slater on the IR? Like, oh, my God, their season's over. Mm -hmm. Not the case, Um, which is a good rule. I like that. Um, But, man, the Chargers, what they're dealing with right now, three of the – I think their three best players are injured. Surprisingly, Derwin James, not yet. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, Keenan Allen, throw him in the mix, and then the Bills – and what they're dealing with with that secondary, we talked a little bit about them losing last week. They didn't get any healthier. That's for damn sure. They definitely didn't, and it's just it's kind of one of those deals too. Where you look at the Bills, and I know we talked about it on Sundays. That, you know they ran like ninety plays on offense, and they still lose that game. But it's like man, even their defense being banked up like that, and they were able to kind of maintain Miami's offense to an extent. And I know Tua got hurt as well, but like coming into this game here, and you look at both of these teams. You just kind of hope they find a way at some point in the middle of the season heading into the playoffs. Like, I, you never want to deal with injuries. You never want to see a player get hurt. But at the same time, it's like I'd much rather this happen right now than later on into the year heading yeah. into the playoffs. Take the Chiefs fan bias out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you just want guys to be healthy and at their best heading into it. And really just even removing, like you said, taking the Chiefs fan thing out of it. I really want to see the Chiefs and the Bills play with fully healthy rosters. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, you know, we were banged up and you didn't get our best. Yeah. I want best on best. I do think those are two of the best football teams in the National Football League still. And I, that rivalry is just special. And, you know, even with the Chargers, I want to see the Chargers play with Bosa out there, with, you know, Justin Herbert healthy. It's just it's exciting and it's better football. And, you know, even with the Chiefs this year, I have found myself not like super diehard rooting for the Chiefs this year. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how to respond to that because it's like, I feel the same way, but at the same time, I'm still like rooting for them. I don't know if this is just me becoming more mature than just like a football fan in general. You know what I mean? Like where you, like I'm now more comfortable, like rooting for other teams or seeing other teams have success instead of being like, God, I hope everyone else loses, but the chiefs for even with the chiefs right now, I just, maybe it's just because my expectations aren't there. I haven't come into the year with high expectations. Maybe. Because it's like I knew things were going to be rough at the start. The schedule's hard. Mm-hmm. You got new receivers. I don't think the Chiefs have had a 100-yard receiver yet. I think Kelsey had 100 yards that yeah. first week. But, like, we've not seen any of those guys explode. I remember putting on Facebook on Sunday, it was like, Sky Moore's going to have hopefully a breakout play. He had two of them. <laughs> he did, in yeah. the In the wrong way. Like, yeah. Bad ones. It was like, well, Whoops, son of a gun. Yeah, and so even with that, you look at the defense. I mean, they've been, you know, getting stops and been kind of flying around the ball, but they haven't been doing anything that, like, just terrifies you. You know what I mean? They haven't been getting tons of sacks. Anyone outside of Chris Jones hasn't really done anything that great. Well, it was very early, very early reactions. We've only had three games so far. You know, a lot of people were even looking at the Buffalo Bills, you know, hand up, myself included, and kind of pointing to the fact that they didn't have any weaknesses. Yeah. Well, injury. Yeah, health. Injury can pop best up. Best availability or best ability is availability. I know we say it all the time, but man, man. And I was thinking about, we were talking to one of our buddies earlier today about betting and stuff. The NFL is such a good product because there's so much parity. Mm-hmm. To where even the line tonight, last time I checked it for the Dolphins and Bengals game was three and a half points. I'm, I've com- decided to completely stay away from this game. I didn't even worry or stress about making a trip over to Kansas and put in a bet, like, at all. It's just it's ridiculous that they can get a game that it's going to be that close. Mm-hmm. And I was even saying, like, the points scare me. I feel confident that the Bengals win on Thursday night. Well, obviously, we're recording before. But the points, it's like, it's probably going to be close. I could see it being three points. You're taking the Bengals play even with two a plan? Yeah. Bengals to win. Even Bengals with to win, and I think they're going to. 
cover the points as well. Dang. I don't you know. You can like, hear the I'm... confidence oozing from my voice. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. But I will because I do think the Dolphins are kind of kind of cocky right now. Yeah. I, mean... I think not that they just won their Super Bowl against Buffalo, but they they kind of had their big moment. I think they might fall into a trap where they're kind of overlooking the Bengals. It's like, oh, the Bengals are one and two. This is not the team from last year. Then you go into Cincinnati and you might get your butt kicked. Yeah. I would kind of like to see that. It reset, I mean, it has to reset everyone's opinion, it has to, including us and the media. Like yeah. People have to look at it and be like, okay, Dolphins, you know, they started hot. And it happens every year in the NFL. You're going to have teams that don't start off that good, and you get about in the middle of November, and you're like, okay, whoa, this team's on like a six-game winning streak here. Look at what's going on. They started off kind of rough. They figured things out. And the team that started off undefeated, you get to middle of November, and you're like, everything's falling apart. What happened? They got yeah. figured out. And the Dolphins that's what's pretty banged happen, up. But yeah. Too. They, they've got a lot of guys that are out now. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, if you are listening before the game, I, do, I feel confident that the Bengals win this thing. I believe I said earlier, I think they win by six. That's my blind review. I think Cincinnati does. This maybe is me kind of fading the Dolphins a little bit. I think they're really they're, I don't think they're really good. I think they're good. I think they're playing a little bit too cocky right now. And that's fair, yeah. I have nothing to back that up. That is just <laughs> pure observation. Yeah, <laughs> right I mean, I think, I think you're right, though. And, you know, at the moment, I think they deserve to be playing that way, but I do agree with you that you're going to head in this game exactly with what you said, too, of, like, you know, this is not the same team from last year with the Cincinnati Bengals. We're good. Look at us, the wins that we've got. We've beat the Bills. We've beat mm-hmm. the Ravens. We came back from 21 points down and took care of business, we're going to do the same thing here. The thing that does make me nervous as I sit here and say the Bengals are going to win is the fact that Tyreek Hill has kind of run his mouth about Eli Apple and that the rest of the Dolphins have kind of supported him. Like just and they're rallied like behind on board it. of like, hey, not only are we going to beat these guys, like we're going to put it on them. And Eli Apple is going to have a shit night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I Which, saw like, like – I, Why even talk shit? Because like – yeah, it's Eli Apple. Like he's, Of course he's going to. I saw somebody, I think it might have been Jesse Bates, they asked about it, and I was like, oh, I think Tyreek's just mad because Eli didn't buy him tickets to the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's good. But like that's bulletin board material. That yeah. It's like, okay, Dolphins aren't going to overlook the Bengals. But I, I am excited because it, it turns out to be a pretty damn good matchup. Like yeah. looking at this game four weeks ago, I'd have been like, "That's a shit Thursday night game." Yeah, this is Bengals, Bengals easy. Yeah, yeah, doesn't turn out that way. Um, speaking of the Dolphins and the AFC East, a couple quarterbacks over there too. Zach Wilson going to be back this week playing left tackle. Apparently, did you see that? No, I think it was Ian Rappaport that said uh, Zach Wilson uh, was reevaluated and is back and should be good to play left tackle or should be good to play LT. And then he left it up, and I was just like. See, I don't have his notifications on because he tweets so much. Was it? I think it must have been Ian Rapport then if you haven't yeah, seen it. Because if didn't it was Schefter, you definitely would have saw it. Yeah. But yeah. it was just like, hey, uh, maybe let's get a correction there. Or he just thought it was funny. He was like, let's leave it. We all know Zach yeah. Wilson's white quarterback. Leave it up. And the Bengals wearing their all whites tonight. A little icy. I think those are going to look really clean. I, I hope they do. <laughs> if they look bad, I'm going to be disappointed. And then um, sticking with the AFC East again, Mac Jones is day-to-day. Man, Belichick, he just – he feels stressed out. It's like he knows he made a really big mistake with Matt Patricia. It's like, don't ask me any questions. Like, now I've got a hurt quarterback. I've got a fucking defensive coordinator as my offensive coordinator. The ship is sinking, and you want to ask me if he's going to play or not. It was just – it looked it's bad like, hey, for uh, Who are we throwing the fucking ball to? Maybe that ought to be the real question. That, There's nothing there in New England to be excited about right now. The fantasy football stuff, I have decided that I'm just going to pick up whoever the Patriots are playing. I'm picking up their defense. The their defense? That's probably <laughs> It's, it's just going to be so bad. <laughs> this week, I was able to pick up the Packers defense against the Patriots. I feel like that's probably double-digit points. Who's even playing quarterback if Mac Jones is a play? Is it Brian Hoyer? Yeah. He's pretty much a coach right now. Yeah, you can call. Have him be the freaking offensive coordinator, Bill. Yeah, call the Raiders and try to get Jared Stidham back in the building. <laughs> I did see tweets earlier in the day. Uh, they were like, please, God, don't bring Cam Newton back. 
I did see someone tweet that yesterday. It was uh, Patriots need a new quarterback, and it was a, a like a, a gif of Cam Newton in a mm-hmm. Panthers jersey watching someone run onto the field, and I was just like, that guy was so corny. Like I know we talk about Russell Wilson being corny. Cam Newton was the same way. He was just six five and ran people over, so we didn't question it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a little corny too. The outfits are just weird. Too. Yeah, that he always or, wore. And maybe I just don't get style, and that's also very fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Because I don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe I don't either. Uh, did you see? What did you think of the Russell Wilson stuff? Talking about Chad Powers, like, oh, I'm three and zero against Chad Powers. That's probably the the most normal response I've ever seen Russell Wilson have. Instead yeah. of trying to come up with some corny, you know, like mm-hmm. play it off type of answers, just like, oh, Chad Powers, yeah, I'm zero three against him. He can say whatever he wants. Like, that Chad Powers stuff too. Like, I've really come around on Eli Manning to where I like him. That was some of the dumbest stuff I've ever seen. You're going to take like a 40-year-old quarterback who is probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But he is, he is a dinosaur to the way that they play football now, especially oh. at the college level. You can't show up running a 5-5-40 to play quarterback at Penn State. You know State. what really pissed me off? Still fucking faster than me. <laughs> what, do you, what was his actual 40 time? I think it was 5-5-4, five, five, so he got me by a tenth of a second. Maybe if you... Doesn't do that just go to show like how athletic these NFL guys are? The, one of the least athletic players in the NFL is still at 40, like faster than you are. I need faster than me, too, I obviously. I need to run it again, yeah. He's still training, <laughs> working out. I wasn't training last summer. Do you I think he is, I though? I don't, still looks like he's in pretty decent shape. I don't yeah. think he's doing anything crazy. I mean, he was never shredded. Right. But I still think they're doing, like, mobility workouts, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're keeping they, everything moving and pumping. And He didn't look young at all. The hair looked... Really? Well, fake. I think they leaned into him being like an older walk-on because yeah. I think he even said that in the thing. Yeah, he's like homeschooled. Yeah, it's like just like cool, my mom right? was my coach. But, yeah, <laughs> she's a better coach than she was teacher. <laughs> so some of it was funny. I think Eli Manning is funny. It was and just a really lot of poorly that, executed. A lot of that too. Sorry to interrupt you. Is like that's all him on the fly. So I think that just goes mm-hmm. to show his personality. He's like, yeah, I'm Chad Powers. I'm accept this and just come up with all this stupid stuff to say. It's like. That's freaking funny, dude. I also hold it to the standard of Greg Maddox, who pitched to Chris Bryant, though. Yes. As the sound guy. And whoever was for Chris Bryant was like, oh, hey, by the way, like something came up. I got to go. And then they had Greg Maddox, who was pretending to be the sound guy. It was like, hey, I can, I can throw some BP. Like, I've done it before. And Chris Bryant was like, ah, I don't know. Like, I probably shouldn't be taking pitches from, you know, a, a regular guy. And he's like, okay, give me, give me a couple. And then Maddox starts throwing him like some change ups and curveballs. Mm-hmm. And Chris Bryant's like, This sound guy's got a sick curveball. <laughs> yeah. What's happening here? And he's like, All right, like let's let's do this. And with Eli Manning, like, if they would have done a different quarterback, like maybe somebody with some real mobility, mm-hmm. it would have been better. But like I don't know how anybody looked at that and was like, Yeah, this is this is real. This is gonna yep. happen. The makeup was terrible. It was. He looks creepy. I mean, he just looked like a, a mm-hmm. just a weird old guy. And it's it's just like, like you could adorable. tell that it was fake, like the big nose. The, yeah. He almost looked like an ogre or something out he there. Want, <laughs> yes, thank you. That's it. Like a troll. Like a, and his hair, too, troll. looked like it was, like, falling out. He almost looked like the guy on Grand Theft Auto. I don't know if you know that game. Nope, okay. don't remember nope. that one. I think it's Kevin is the guy's name. Yeah, but they, they should have done, like, you have Robert Griffin out there, RG3. Can he run anymore? Can he? I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, he, he did. He did that race at Baylor, right, where he beat everyone off the field because he was way behind and everyone's like running into the tunnel. And he- well, and like uh, two weeks ago, I was watching NFL Live, and he raced an eagle or a falcon. That's right. Yep. So he can still run a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and he was a great track athlete too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he was like an original like four two guy. I I'll wish he would have been able still to run stay a four healthy. five. Yeah. He's one of those players. Next time we have that question, like who's a player that you wish would have stayed healthy for their NFL career? I wish it would have been RG three because he would have been, mm-hmm. you know, the next coming of what is now Lamar Jackson. Like he was Lamar yeah. Jackson before Lamar Jackson. I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was RG three in a Redskins uniform, mm-hmm. and it was him about to take the the drop back step. And then I read the caption of like worst injuries in NFL history. And I just quick swipe. Yeah. So fast to swipe. Well, the way like his knee just well, bent makes inside me... like that. And because the field was just not taken care of, it was a shitty field. Yeah. It makes me sick to my stomach to yeah. think about that one. Um, also injured, Miles Garrett gets in a car accident. Um, I didn't read the reports. They did say that he was probably traveling 
a little bit too fast. I did see that he was issued a citation for not being able mm-hmm. to control his car. So I saw that citation. I was like, that's kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. And then I also saw that he has gotten several speeding tickets. And back-to-back days, he had one for going over 100 miles an hour. He's lucky that's he's still dumb. alive. That's like, just so dumb. And did you see the car? It's oh, a Lamborghini. Yeah. Like, it's just, dude, you're too big of a human also, to yeah, be that's, driving that low to the ground at that speed. That's what I thought, too. Like, how does he fit in that car? He's six foot four, two seventy. 270. How do you fit in that car? Yeah. But I mean, also, you're just driving in the that fucking fast. back seat. Your arms are that mm-hmm. long. Your legs are that long. That's just not to, like, virtue signal. That's stupid. And okay. even though, like, he can pay the money for it, obviously, he's not the best driver in the world. Yeah. Just got in a car accident. Don't put other people at risk. Like, you're mm-hmm. a millionaire. Well over a millionaire. Close down a, a road for a day. You know, go drive on a closed course. Mm-hmm. Something like that. You've what got the money. racetrack. Shit. Yeah. Just, I don't know what racetrack is close to Cleveland, but I'm sure there's one. <laughs> Rent it. Rent it for, or just be like, hey, I'm Miles Garrett. Can I come drive my car here? Mm-hmm. They're going to say yes. Like, yeah, can we take some pictures, video it a little bit? Yeah, sure. Do it. So just really stupid. I am glad that he's okay. Mm-hmm. It looked he's like alive. he didn't suffer uh, any serious injuries at all. I watched the uh, the body cam of the police officers, like, helping him out as he oh, sits on that. the side of the road. Yeah. How there was wasn't that? anything, like, super. Was there anything wrong with him? Because he went to the hospital. I was a little right? uh, dazed. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so there's so, no like no. Yeah, there's like injuries, some blood on or... his hand and stuff like that. Okay, nothing big, but glad that he's going to play. Also, don't be an idiot. Yep, that makes that's it. No need to go that fast. Yep, and don't be an idiot. Speaking of cars, go visit Roper Kia. They'll get you in the car of your dreams. If they don't have what you're looking for, they can help you find it. Just go check out their inventory online. And if you mention us here at Mike'd Up, they're going to give you one thousand dollars off your nicer, newer ride. Speaking of Roper. Again, you mentioned Mike Dave, you get $1,000 off. I drove past one of their lots, and I noticed about three vehicles that used to belong to your brother covering <laughs> half that lot. And I was like, they might as well just rename this the Matt Miller Roper Key lot because uh-huh. that's all of his cars. <laughs> Can't get a Lamborghini, but damn, they got a Porsche. I'm not going to list all his cars. Their vehicles I was going to say, they can get the high-end vehicles. But uh, if you want it, they're going to get it. <laughs> and they're going to give you $1,000 off, too. You mentioned us. But next up is going to be Gunspot. Visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you visit their website. So be sure to do so at Gunspot.com. And now for a little baseball. We had Aaron Judge um, tie the record. Now, it's what record it's... do you want to talk about? It is, it is definitely a Yankees record. Mm-hmm. It is the AL home run record. There were a lot of people that I think were mad online last night about it, and I just don't understand it. Why, were they, why are you mad? Because, like, not you, but people, right? right? Uh, like, ESPN and Major League Baseball, they're like making a deal out of like, as they should, what's not the home run record. But to me, like, I, I know that we've talked about it before. I still think this is really cool. You can be pro Barry Bonds and pro Aaron Judge. And mm-hmm. uh, my thing has always been I know we've talked about it on here before. I think it is really cool to watch what Aaron Judge is doing, and with the assumption he's not on steroids. Yes, I, th- is, this is history. I mean, even the fact that Roger Maris did it mm-hmm. way back when. He's one home run away from hitting more home runs in a single season than anybody without steroids. Yes. And like McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, I, I loved that era of baseball. They were all very obviously on steroids. And they'll, like, they'll talk about it. Like, yeah, are like you are they all them? still denying it? Or? Uh, probably. I think McGuire has finally come out. and uh, McGuire might be the guy that's like, no, nah, I don't talk about the past. I think Bonds has as well. I don't think Bonds has because he was still trying to get in. But, you know, like, it's cool what they did. Mm-hmm. You want to put him in the Hall of Fame, that's fine. But let's not be so naive to be like, oh, well, these other guys were doing it too. Or I tweeted something out, and a lot of people – I had a couple replies. They were like, do you really think Judge isn't juicing? It's like, no, I, I don't think that he is. The baseballs might be juiced, but it doesn't seem like he is. Mm-hmm. He's it's just that naturally gifted and strong and just a massive human being. And, you know, maybe he is taking something. And that's another thing I tweeted last night. Like, maybe he is, but, like, for right now, I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm happy that they're doing the, like, split screen during college football games. Or that, 
like uh, last night, I was able to watch the game and see him hit number sixty-one. Like it's cool that it was on TV. You didn't get to making, see it live. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Making a big deal of it. Like I do enjoy that, and I do think that it is special. Again, I lived through the steroid era of baseball. I remember the excitement of McGuire and Sosa chasing the record. I remember vividly like Bonds breaking the record and killing it. But this, I feel like, is not getting the attention it deserves. It, it almost just feels like people are assuming that he's like using something and mm-hmm. that it takes out of it. But at the same time, it's also just I think people are stuck with the MLB record or the NL record too. Yeah. Just like, and it's not Barry Bonds. It is what it is. This is still history. You know, it's the AL. It's for the Yankees. This is going to live on for a while. It's going to be very, very hard to break. I wonder how many people would be upset about it if it weren't a Yankee that was doing it. You know, like if this were Vlad Guerrero Jr. with the Blue Jays. I feel like we'd all be talking about it. You know, I feel like they would. Or, you know, everybody would be super happy with it. I agree. But because it's the Yankees, it's like everybody hates the Yankees. And I don't really like Aaron Judge. I don't. I don't love the Yankees. I don't really I have. Them. I don't care either way, honestly. I just. I'm more impressed with his size and the fact that he's just that good at baseball. And, and it's then also, he finally put a healthy season together. That's like, what that I was that might be say. Like it is nice that he is just being able to play. And it's crazy how this is happening during his contract year. Yeah. Now, yeah. if he gets this big payday and all of a sudden he's injured, you know, at least a month or so for the rest of his career, it's going to be like. Mm, okay. I mean, you've got to pay him now. The hell out of it. Or you know, we'll see what the Yankees do. I don't. I don't know that you do have to pay him now. I know that, that I would. Like, are you betting on this to happen again? He hit in his second season, he hit 52 home runs. After that, he went 27, mm-hmm. 27, 9, 39, and now 61. But a lot of those were injury shortened seasons. And the 2020 season was the year he hit nine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shortened season there, and he didn't play very many games either. I don't know that I would pay him if I were the Yankees. He's already 30 years old. Yep. He wants like a 10-year deal. That contract is going to look bad in five years. I might look bad in three years if he's hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he goes back to being injured, it's like, well, that's not good. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be a bigger reaction for 62 than there was 61? I don't know. There should be. Like, in my mind, there should be. Yeah. And he's still got a couple games left. So he should even get to 62. How many games are that? I thought this weekend was it, right? No, there's still a couple games left. Yeah, yeah, probably like three or four games. I, and I do like that the Yankees are hitting him in the leadoff spot too. It's like, hey, we're getting you as many at bats as you can. <laughs> yeah, and just I really hope that people pitch to him. Like, don't don't pitch around. This is him. again. Let me be the pitcher that's in you know a trivia question thirty years from now. Right, like they've this. clinched the division. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they're gonna be in the playoffs. Toronto's got the wild card spot. Let the dude just go out there and mash a home run, or not even just let him mash a home run. But don't intentionally give him shit pitches. Yeah. Don't throw him at the knees. I'll, t- I'll try give to him get shit him out. Pitch. I'll give him a hanging curveball. I tell probably him, would, too. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, this is it. Yeah. What's the little glove signal? Like the up is a, I think you start up and then go down as a curveball. Just Zach Grinky it. I'm going to give you the signals. I'm telling you what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Hit it. I don't know. I do like the Aaron Judge stuff. I think a lot of people are upset because he's a Yankee. But I just... I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. But it did get me thinking about, you know, unbreakable records in baseball is one that we always talk about. And, you know, Bond's home run record, if that's, if that's the one you want to roll with, and you say that's the home run record, <laughs> I don't think it will ever be broken because he cheated to do it. <laughs> but that's, you know, whatever. If people it, love say, Barry Bonds, it's fine. Let's say Judge hasn't, been, hasn't cheated and he never has cheated. What's Bond, 72? I think it's like 74. 74. So. 73. We're right there in them. You cheating gets you 11 more home runs. You yeah. just get an 11 head, home run head start. Uh-huh. That's what the cheating did for you. And again, like, the, I hope there are no deniers out there. They're like, oh, they didn't cheat. They did. They 100% did. <laughs> I have the list pulled up of most home runs in a single season. You've got Barry Bonds with 73 in the year mm-hmm. 2001. Mark McGuire with 70 in 1998. Sammy Sosa, 66 in 98. McGuire, 65 in 1999. Sosa, 64 in 2001. Sosa, again, 63 in 1999. In a three-year span, you had 
the top five home run, <laughs> the top six home run record performances of all time. Yep. Before that, you get to Aaron Judge, who hit sixty one, obviously this year. But then even guys older than that, Roger Maris in nineteen sixty one, Babe Ruth nineteen twenty seven, Babe Ruth nineteen twenty seven. Like these are old ass records. You got guys from the thirties mashing home runs. Somehow Giancarlo Stanton has found his way in there. He hit fifty nine in two thousand seventeen. I don't remember that. Was it with Miami or was he in New York? It had to have been with Miami because they would have definitely talked about that as a Yankee. <laughs> yeah, that was the year before he was he joined okay. the Yankees. He crushed fifty nine home runs. And I don't know that he's a guy that's juicy neither, but I mean, like, come on. You've had records that until, you know, fairly recently, were held since the 60s or the 20s. Yep. And then you get, like, six guys up there that are just like, yeah, I'll, I'll hit 60 this year. <laughs> I mean, Sammy Sosa's on this list three times. I wonder if they ever took the shot or the pills and it's like, that's 60 right there. <laughs> yeah. Give me 60. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a little slang term. Mm-hmm. Like, it was oof, a fun era baseball. That, this is 70. <laughs> I kind of wish they would bring it back. Uh, but, but I don't think that anybody – I don't know that it's possible – to hit 73 home runs in a season like Barry Bonds did. As much as we say that they're cheating, you still have to be a very talented baseball player yes. to see ball, mm-hmm. hit ball, and then yeah. also say ball go far. Yeah. I think Barry Bonds is one of the best baseball players ever. But I got to see him a little bit before the steroids. Maguire and Sosa are difficult for me because I think Maguire was always on steroids. Even with the with athletics? The, yeah. yeah. Really? And that's where like the... The Bash brothers with him and Jose Canseco. Like, Canseco mm. was a big steroid Canseco guy. definitely was, yeah. Yeah, and I, he'll tell everybody, that, like, yeah, I was, and so was 50% of the league or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Sosa, like, Sosa was a not good baseball player until, like, 97, 98. <laughs> and then he was crushing Comes 60 home hits, runs a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't know that those two were, like, surefire Hall of Famers. I think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll say that. I, I saw uh, there was a conversation between him and A-Rod a, a while back, and – Barry Bonds was quoted saying, you know, like, yeah, it means a lot. Like, we want to be in. Like, mm-hmm. if being in the Hall of Fame does mean a lot to us. And then he kind of cracked the joke on, like, you know, maybe we should just go have one more at bat, and then the time starts over. And I was like, yeah, why don't I we do saw that? that. Why yeah. doesn't someone just be like, hey, Barry, mm-hmm. come back. You get on at bat. You get a weekend here. See yeah. what happens. And then, boom, your cycle starts over. Mm-hmm. And then after that, do it again. Imagine 60-some or 80-year-old Barry Bonds at the plate. He's not going to see anything coming by. Yeah. You give a swing, no. you put something in play, it's like, holy shit, that's yeah. history in itself. Hey, you just record a strikeout. That's an at-bat. Yeah. <laughs> you played. Or, I mean, just don't hit him because he's not moving out of the way. I just, I don't know if there are any teams that would actually do that for Barry Bonds. Even the Giants, I don't think that they would be like, yeah, we'll do this for you. Has we'll he done anything off the field that's just... He's kind of a dickhead. I mean... Especially when he got on steroids. Some of the goats are, <laughs> yeah, a little temperish. You kind of make sense. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I do think people should appreciate Aaron Judge and what he's doing this year a lot more than, uh, but they are. I, I again, maybe it's just my Twitter. Maybe I follow some annoying people, but so many people are like, "Why are you split screening? Like, what? This is just the AL record. It's not a big deal." Or maybe they're just not baseball fans. Maybe I follow a lot of football yeah. guys. They're like, this is dumb. That's clearly not the record. Yep. I don't know what the deal is. Um, unbreakable records, though. Barry Bonds' home run record. Yep. I, like, like I said, I just don't know that you can hit that many home runs in a season. And the other record that I think is just probably never going to be broken either is between, and we talked about it Sunday of the week before, I believe, with Wayno and Yadier Molina, Adam yeah. Wainwright. Like, yep. You're just that battery that they have, you know, most – Starting pitcher, catch, starting catcher. Isn't it like 300 and some games or something like that? Over 325, I believe, is what the record. Yeah. That's never going to be touched again. Right. It's just you would have to have – it's almost like a a coincidence to have two guys come up so young Mm -hmm. in their careers and And then be two guys at pitcher and catcher that stay good for a very long time and stay together. Yep. Healthy and everything, too, through the whole career. Yeah, you – Probably not going to see that one. Um, the one that's always talked about, I think, is one of the most overrated, like, unbreakable records. I think it's very impressive. But DiMaggio's 56-game hit streak. Everybody's like, that'll never be touched. What did you say his name is? DiMaggio? I feel yeah. like I've been saying his name wrong. <laughs> How have you been saying it? 
DiMaggio. Maybe I have it. DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah, good enough. DiMaggio. Okay. Everybody's for like some his... reason. I think I almost went DiMaggio in my mind. For yep, some reason. And when you said it, I was just like, mm. his hit streak. I've seen numerous players get like high thirties and get into the forties. Yep. And it's not like, oh, here's a Hall of Fame. Like, here's Mike Trout. He's got forty three. It'll be like some scrub for the Royals. Be like, Whit Merrifield, thirty three game hit streak. He's like, damn, he's. He's almost there. Yeah. And that's shitty Whit Merrifield. It's <laughs> so like, I do feel that that is going to be a tough record to break, but I don't think it's like, oh, here's the most unbreakable record in sports. Be good for 57 The thing games. with like these records, like once they've been, and this is going to sound probably stupid to a lot of people. If I can't do it on a video game, I, I don't know how they did it in real life. <laughs> I mean, for real, like I can play the show. I can put the batting on easy as I want. Mm-hmm. There's still going to be a game where I go 0 for 5. Or no, over those, six those and people extra are, Yeah, like it will be the show. Or like, you're not getting the record. Yes. You can have a six-game hit Or streak. like even playing hockey games. Like, you can't break the record that Wayne Gretzky has in, you know, total goals. Wayne Gretzky's records are just stupid. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, even when I hear a guy Rob talk about it, I'm just like, the, mm-hmm. when the fact is, like, if you take all the goals that he scored himself away, he would still lead the NHL record in, points. in total points because of assists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that alone is like, how... Were you that involved on that many goals? Like, were just goalies just shitting their pants back in the day? It's like, there's 99, here's the net. Right, was it even out of the fun? Way, sweetheart. Yeah. Or was it just like, fuck, Gretzky's here? Like, was it even fun for Gretzky? <laughs> like, after a while, you're like, fuck, here, we just did it again. Yep, like, that, yeah. there goes the Like, buzzer. me playing against toddlers every day. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this is boring. Like, I don't yeah. even like hockey. Just turn anymore. the alarm down. There's no need for it to be so fucking loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, another unbreakable record in baseball, uh, Cal Ripken Jr., Games played streak, 2,632 straight games. Holy In this God. era, you just – players don't do that. <laughs> yeah. so I'll like, take the week off. <laughs> it will never happen again with injuries. That's one that I really – I don't think will ever be broken. And which is really cool because I can remember the night that he broke that record. Why can't you? Just because I have an older brother's be like, hey, this is really cool. It will never oh, okay. be broken. And then just seeing him at Camden Yards do it. Um, there's also a lot of controversy around that. Is that the game, it, the streak should have been interrupted um, due to Kevin Costner sleeping with Cal Ripken Jr.'s wife. Oh, that's right. And he was late, wasn't he? One game he was going to be late to a game, and they had like a power outage or, or something like that. That's a conspiracy theory I want to believe in. I don't know if it's true. If you're wi- And it just sounds wildly... Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. That just seems like it's a movie that Kevin Costner was in, not something <laughs> Kevin Costner actually did. It was probably a movie that he pitched, and people were like, no, this really happened. Costner just wanted to be in another baseball movie. This is how movie. good of an actor Kevin Costner is, is that like, I've been like watching Yellowstone, right? We all have. When I hear him talk when he's not on Yellowstone, I was like, I forget he's doing a fake voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget he's not that Western of an accent. Yeah. Like, it blows my mind a little bit. He does. He does a wonderful job. Um, a couple other unbreakable records. I think the Steels record, we'll see what happens when they uh, make the bases bigger. Mm-hmm. They're trying to encourage more Steels. But Ricky Henderson stole 130 bags in a single season. I just don't imagine anyone ever doing that again. Like right now, you've got guys that are stealing like 30. Yeah. It's like you would have to do that 100 more times. <laughs> So I just don't know that that one's ever going to be touched at all. And his, I think that his career stolen bases is also just off the charts. I didn't think it was. I didn't realize it was that high. <laughs> Rick, Ricky Henderson has one thousand four hundred and six stolen bases. Second place is Lou Brock with nine hundred and thirty-eight. <laughs> That's not getting touched. He's That's insane. <laughs> ahead of him. Absolutely. Jesus. Imagine crazy. getting second place and be like, all right, who's got the record? You'd be like, I got to steal 500 more bags. You know how hard it was to get to 1,000? Yeah. You're like eight years into your career. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, I just broke the record. <laughs> you think Bobby Wood has any chance? No. Would he steal like 25 this year? I think so, yeah. No. He's got no chance. I've, hey, I'll... I'll talk about the Royals a little bit. I am so excited about the future. MJ Melendez has a rookie record for most leadoff home runs for the Royals. Bobby Wade has just been insane. Like, one of the first rookies, I think, in MLB history. The stat line that he has is one of the few to do with, like, 20, 20, 20. It's just nuts. Yeah. He's, like, led the MLB 
the rookies and home runs, I think stolen bases and uh, RBIs as well. I am excited about the Royals' future. I kind of checked out on them pretty early this year. The leader in stolen bases this season has 37. Who is it? Some dude for the Marlins. Like that's it. There are only five players in all of Major League Baseball that have more than 30 steals. Catches Hopefully they do something good. to fix yeah. it. Like I, I used to love watching guys steal. Is it, it because catchers are good or is it just they don't do it? I think it's probably the metrics of just like, it's not worth it. Yeah. We'll just wait and move you over. But, you know, players like don't bunt over anymore. Baseball's really changed over the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Ever since they got rid of steroids, <laughs> it's like, whoa, we've got to play a different ball game here. <laughs> but bring back the steroids, man. I, I like that stuff. It was fun. But there are, uh, you know, a couple just unbreakable records. Cy Young, some of the – I actually saw a TikTok that got me thinking about this. The number of complete games that Cy Young has thrown, you would have to play like a 23-year career and have 34 complete games every year. They're like an average starting pitcher, like a good starting pitcher, is going to start 33 games in a season. You'd have to have 37 complete games? You'd have to have 34, 34. for 22 straight years. What's his record again, excuse me? It's just you're not going to touch it. Uh, his games, his complete games, 749 complete games. He started 815. Like, the dude just didn't come out. And again, like, regular pitchers, starting pitchers now, like, your ace is going to see about 32 to 33 starts in a season. He had a couple seasons where he flirted with 50 starts. The guys just you don't use pitchers like that. I so just, like I don't understand what why kind that's of arm not. did he have? Like, right? Just, oh, he played for twenty two years. Just wearing out his arm. I bet he couldn't write his name when he retired. <laughs> that arm is just dead. But you know, players don't do that anymore. They don't throw that many This might be a silly question. Was he throwing as hard as he could every time? Like I feel like way back in the day it was just you know what I mean, you just kinda let things go into play. Just built different. Like, is that fair to say with baseball back in the day, right? Because like, it was yeah, I mean, hard for you to hit a baseball, He right? started in the 1890s. Yeah. Was his first so you probably didn't have a lot of, like, athletic people. I mean, you had guys playing baseball, right? But, like, over time, regular athletes are able to – Yeah, exactly. They're able to focus and play. They're not like, I got to feed my family, can't go play mm-hmm. baseball. Sorry, boys. Yeah. It, they, they just – they'll shut you down now. You don't pitch that much. I, I just don't think they give a shit about your arm back then. It's like, hey, we got this guy. We're going to let him start 50 games. Yeah. <laughs> Throw him every, you know, every other day. Oh, your arm's tired? Rub some dirt on it. <laughs> Cy Young being such a baby out there. There are some crazy, just unbreakable records, too. Uh, Ichiro had 262 hits in one season. That's almost two hits a game. Damn, when you put it that way, yeah. It is. That's it's amazing. like a hit and a half a, a game. He was one of my favorite players growing up. Mine, too. And like when uh, I bought a subscription to the Athletic just so I could read the article the about the Ichiro stories, and yep. I was so happy that I did it. One of my first Royals games, not not one of my first ones, but before I was a big Royal fan, I went and saw the Mariners play, and I wore an Ichiro jersey because he was the shit. Mm-hmm. And I got heckled so much at that stadium. Wow! For wearing a, I was a kid. I was a kid. I was like ten, eleven years old. <laughs> And I was getting heckled by fans. Like, and honestly, just people saying, like, go back to Japan. I'm like, I am a white kid in the middle of America who just happens to have a Japanese player's baseball jersey on. And, like, people just shouting at me, like, go that back man, to that's Japan. Just... And, like, other racist remarks. Do a child. That was less than 15 years ago. That was 15 years ago. Yeah, that's so stupid. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. 262 hits, though. Yeah, he was... That was way longer than 15 years ago. It was 20 years? 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was probably Still, early 2000s. I mean, yeah. Yeah, imagine. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Some things have changed for the better. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. You, hopefully you can't get away with doing that stuff <laughs> yeah. at a major league stadium uh, anymore. It was still a good time. But 
glad things have changed. Another place to have a good time you don't have to worry about being heckled is Club 609, home to the best happy hour in the world with their two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours. Don't be afraid to dive into those appetizers as well. They're absolutely delicious. Again, that's Club 609 right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. They do specialize in tires and lube, but there are much more than that. So again, downtownlube.com for the full list of services. It's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service or anything else with your vehicle taken care of. So again, be sure to do that right here in Joplin, Missouri at Downtown Lube. And now for something completely random. I saw this on TikTok as well, and I just stole it. Right from there. And it says, if you had to hide a paperclip, so a small paperclip from the FBI, but it has to be in your house slash apartment. Are you there while they're searching this? Um, I don't know. Okay. Does that Keep going. matter? Just, yeah, so where would you hide the paperclip if you had the FBI searching for it in your house? You've asked some odd qualifying questions. Like, do they have all their equipment, and are they going to be there? Well, I just didn't know if it was like, are they coming in (laughs) and like just (laughs) snooping around, or are they going to have like a metal detector or something? Because like, I I would assume they have all of their equipment. Because like initially, my original thought was like, I'm gonna put it in my couch cushion, and it was like, if they have a metal detector, they're just gonna go over there and like, beep, boom, found the paperclip, like with inside of your couch. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. But and then my other qualifying question too is like, am I in the apartment as well with them and like watching them go through it? Because if so, I'm putting it in my shoe. I was just saying you'd see them like get close to the couch and be like, <laughs> uh, "You're cold, colder, colder. Mm, you're a little don't warmer. There. That's, don't don't be over there. Yeah. Go to the kitchen. Go to the kitchen. <laughs> hey, I heard someone say something about the bedroom. Yeah, but you have to hide it so it can't be in your shoe. And for me, I'm like a, a hide it in plain sight. So that's kind of what I was thinking too, but then the more I thought about it, it's like, what would be plain sight? Mm-hmm. Because I, they're going to look over and be like, that's a fucking paperclip. <laughs> like, we're out of here. Like, why is it dangling from the ceiling yeah, fan? He's that got might it be in a his good fruit spot, basket. Though. Yeah. You, you tangle it up, you twist it up a little bit, and you make it look like it's just part of the cord that's on your ceiling fan. Oh, I didn't know you could break it apart. I, I don't think you can break it apart, but you can. Yeah. You um, can bend it a little bit. I would tape it underneath my one of my bedroom doors not underneath to where the tape the goes like on either side where it runs mm-hmm. on flat underneath it that's a good one i know i also thought about uh i'll just put it in my microwave <laughs> if they know what they're looking for <laughs> it's like we've got to find that paper clip it, it has the dna on it like we'll know who killed G- jfk if we just find this paper clip it's metal. I'll put it in the microwave. <laughs> Why would you ever look there? <laughs> like that little thing that's on the bottom yep. that spins. I just wrap it around that. <laughs> that is a genius idea. <laughs> my dumb ass would forget and blow up my whole house. <laughs> yeah. Well, the FBI's like, all right, lunch break. I'm going to heat up my dinner. Yeah. <laughs> We've been working long hours. Let's heat up this coffee. <laughs> Another one is I would put it underneath my sink on the backside because you know how your sinks just kind of sit? Like they just rest on your countertop and underneath mm-hmm. there's the barrel. I'd put it on the backside of that. Yeah. I, I thought about putting it just on my baseboards. Mm. Two of my house because I always forget to clean those. Yeah. Sometimes I'll look at it and be like, God, how'd that get so dusty? And the thing is, too, is like FBI is probably like, yeah, that's your thought of like where you don't look. That's the first place we look. <laughs> right. Like we're looking underneath all doors and window seals and stuff, mm-hmm. and we're just like, damn, thought that was good. Yeah. Like, so did you and every other criminal. We On busted. top of my refrigerator. <laughs> it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> nothing special, just Ugh. sitting there. Or I still have uh, some Christmas wrapping paper. I would just clip it in there, right there, and then roll it up. And then just turn it upside down? Yeah. Oh, no, that's just wrapping paper. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Move along. Put it in your suit pocket? (laughs) Like your suit jacket pocket? With your keys? Put it on your keychain? Oh. That'd be a good one. That would be. Metal detector? Fuck off. I got it. (laughs) Yeah, them are keys, (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, what are you trying to do? Get into my garage? (laughs) Get away from there, man. You would say that. Oh, you're trying to leave already, huh? <laughs> Have you been watching the Dahmer series? No, my sister asked me about it today. We got lunch together, and I was just like, ah, no, I've not watched it. She, it's her freaking young ass. She was just like, you know what? Like, it's your younger, youngest, youngest My sister. youngest sister, yeah. Uh, she was in town, so we went and got lunch. But she's just like, Have you watched the show yet? And I was like, No. She's like, Well, 
they start out and they give you like the whole backstory, like one of these characters, you know, and you just like, you really just start to build a relationship and know the character, and then he kills him, and I was just like really sad. It made me cry. So that was what the whole fucking show's about. Yeah, what'd you think it was about? Yeah, that's kind of, like that's what I asked. I was like, what'd you think was gonna happen? <laughs> well, I knew he was gonna die, but I didn't know it was gonna be like that. I was like, yeah, this dude was messed up. <laughs> What's wrong with me is that I know most of the stories. Like, even the other one they did was Zach Efron, who's uh, Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Like, those are cool. Even with the Dahmer one, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, like, the opening scene, I was like, I know this isn't the beginning. Oh. Because I'm sick and twisted person. I like to listen to I'll be to honest. Stuff. I don't know anything about him. Like, I know that he, like, lured people in with money that were, like, younger males of color, and then he murdered mm-hmm. them and tortured them. But, like, that's all I know. Then, is, this, is this the guy that had the hotel that he was working on? No. I was gonna, do you want me to, like, keep... Do you want me to warn you a little bit? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, he, he would eat them as well. Oh, that's this guy. Yeah. Who was the one that had, like, the hotel that he was working that on? That was a long time ago. H.H. H. Holmes. Was and he the, got caught because, like, an insurance claim or something? And they thought he might have been Jack the Ripper. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, I've been was getting from, these two mixed up. Yeah. Dahmer's this is like also 80s. Late 80s, early 90s. And he was eating them? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Now, I don't think that so I've learned anything. That's the story new. of, like, don't eat your neighbors. What? I saw a joke that was, <laughs> like, he offered his neighbor something, like some yes. food. Yep. And then realized later, it's like, oh, like, that was somebody. Mm-hmm. It's also like back to the stick to football days podcasting. One of my weird things used to be I would not eat food from somebody if I hadn't been to their house. It's another like mm. it's another one of those things that I just don't trust people. I've heard those dating stories of girls that are like go on a Tinder date with someone and you know they make out and in the next couple of days they get sick or they get these sores in their mouth and they go to the doctor and the doctor like will run their test and they're like uh, you're eating human flesh and she's Blech. like. Uh, no, I have it, and it turns out that guy's been is a cannibal or whatnot, and kills people or whatnot, and then he gets in jail. I don't know if it's just a story that's been recycled to separate yeah, it's versions, but like true. it happened. <laughs> or there's that story of like a girl goes on a date, gets drugged, wakes up as he's like preparing the apartment to murder or something, and she has to mm-hmm. call the cops or find a way out. Yeah, those urban legends like this kind of happened one time, but now like every area is like, oh no, I actually know the person. It's mm-hmm. like no, you don't. You've just heard the story retold a million yeah. times. Hopefully, that's what. Is the case? Yeah, if it's happening that often, yikes! It's I'm a, deleting the app. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> it's a weird show, especially uh, you know for somebody that lives in an, an apartment complex mm-hmm. and has some creepy neighbors. I have a, a new neighbor uh, who's got two kids. My landlord told me about it. And I was like, "Oh, that's crazy! I have not heard anything about it. Like, I haven't even heard a noise." Well, apparently they had just moved in the day before she told me this, and I've heard them every freaking night since then. And I was like, yeah. I spoke way too soon. And yeah. there's nothing like they're kids. Kids are going to be kids. But like, right. but man, it's still when I'm getting ready for work and I just hear this like bloody, like curdling scream in the hallway, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it's just a kid that was awakened and has to go to school and doesn't want to. So they're crying. But it's just like, I am. it is way too early for me to be hearing that echoing down my hallway. Get me out of here. Yeah, that's just, that's weird. Yeah. But it's spooky season. So that's what Woo! I'm all about i uh speaking of spooky season and i, I think about this because will compton told me to fuck off last year when someone told him that i didn't like spooky season was it you will some- compton yeah from bussing with the boys yeah <laughs> someone said something like how i didn't like spooky season he was like well you, fuck off and i was just like i i jumped too easy like i'm just i'm too fucking jumpy <laughs> that's like when it. pat mcafee had a reply to me that was like fuck off buddy yeah he did drive buddy like, mitch too why <laughs> why would he reply that to me i've done nothing to this man yep yeah I, i've been told to fuck off by will compton but he's made those since like taylor lawan has injured his knee and his career is pretty much mm-hmm. over he's been making these like uh rest easy posts or whatnot like these shadow posts of like harambe queen elizabeth and, like all these other people that have passed and it's like taylor wants up there and someone has actually sent him a message i think it was like jerry something from barstool was like Hey, like, sorry for your loss. Like, my condolences to you. And then he did another one. And everyone, <laughs> Taylor has to be like, dude, I'm not dead. And he's like, well, yeah, your career's over. Thought of Spooky Season saw it. If you haven't seen it, they are hilarious. Huh? I haven't. Yeah. I do follow them. I think that they're hilarious. I don't really listen to their podcast. Though. I don't either, but their clip outs that come from it are good. So. I That's don't about listen the most to a lot of, of sports podcasts. Though. I listen to other podcasts. It's just when I see their clip outs. 
mm-hmm. like for videos because they have this high-end production team that does it. I got really into um, like a Supernatural podcast because like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, give me your best recommendations. Mm-hmm. So I got really into this one just to realize that it's canceled, that it, it no longer exists. I'm like 30 episodes deep and I'm just oh. like rolling like this is awesome and I get to one and then she's like, hey, bad news, not doing the podcast anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> now I know how all those people felt when I did it twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think she's just like done, done. She doesn't even podcast anymore. It's she just doesn't care? Like she yeah. just... It was a really good podcast too. Any reason why she stopped? I don't know. I just listened to that intro. It's like, she got too good. <laughs> maybe. I think she was writing a book. Maybe she'll come back. I don't know. Mm. But I, this is me every spooky season. I get into a podcast. What was that one it, you sent me the other day? I'm not going to listen to it, by the way. Was it the, the sleep, one? Uh, Oh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. That's some spooky stuff. Has that ever happened to you? I don't know what it is. Like where you just wake up and you can't move. Like you're mm-hmm. locked in place, but your yeah. senses are there. It's happened to me one time. I was pretty young, teenager. Uh, but I woke up on the couch. And my eyes were open, and I was, like, looking around. I could not move. So and I wake up and, and can't move because my body's sore, like, my back hurts. No, this is, like, a real, like, you cannot move your arms. Like, you can try to move, and you can't. You are literally paralyzed for a moment. And even Buddy Dan was like, hey, what are you doing? And I was just looking around, and then I kind of just came out of it. <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. But in the podcast I was listening to, they were saying that it's an actual demon that will, like, sit on your chest and, like, try to suffocate you and that that's what it is. Here's the creepy part. When I was 10 years old, one of my best friends in elementary school came to school just terrified. And he was like, hey, I want to go to church with you and your family. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, grew up super religious. He's like, I, I want to go. Like, Wednesday night, I will be there. I'm like, awesome. Like, what's the deal? And he told me he woke up and he felt like the devil was sitting on his chest. And then this podcast like lined up with everything he told me as a 10-year-old. I almost shit my pants. Did you send him a message like, hey, dude. Like, yeah, I'm afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, remember man, that you said you when you were 10. You almost died. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was like, look, check it out. Other people experienced it too. It was the devil. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's why I sent it to you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't not to the kid who almost well, died. Also, Send it to me. <laughs> I think you had also said like Sunday night after we recorded, like haven't been sleeping too great and things like that. And then I listened to it and I'm like, maybe this is it. <laughs> so maybe you've got that going for you. Uh, no, I just can't get my brain to shut off. I just, it hits one o'clock and my brain's like, I think I'm tired. I'm like, bitch, I've been tired for an hour, like two and a half hours. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for uh, <laughs> us today. I have other scary podcasts to listen to. We appreciate you guys joining us uh, as we take you through the weekend of sports. We'll be back at it again on Sunday night, Monday evening, breaking down the world of maybe some college football. There's some good games on finally. And then all these NFL games that are happening. But again, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you all later.